Good morning, listeners. It's Britt Stone, the Petite Polymath. And today we're going to be talking about These Precious Days by Ann Patchett and Death. So about six weeks ago, maybe, I had a lovely phone call with my AP English teacher from my senior year of high school, the illustrious Mrs. Luann McCarty, and we have been meeting for lunch every year that I come home since I left for college. I'm going to clear my throat now. Uh, I was recording earlier and had a coughing fit and had to abandon ship and restart, so there we are. Uh, But anyway, so um, Mrs. McCarty is a dear, dear friend, I would say now. Isn't that funny how you go from being someone's student to actually being their friend. Uh, and a very um, uh, wise person who I feel gives great counsel. And in this same you know, sphere of great counsel, she recommended um, Ann Patchett's collection of essays. So I moved to Nashville in the summer um, of last year where I had lived um, for college and medical school and then left for 12 years and the city's changed a ton. Um, And one way it's changed is that bookshops that used to be all the rage um, aren't there anymore. So there used to be, um, I think it was Book Man or was it Book People in Hillsborough Village, which is no more. And um, there was The Borders on the corner of West End across the street from Vanderbilt, which is now the Vanderbilt Bookstore. I have lots of feelings about the fact that that the bookstore is not on the main campus, but no one asked me. But Anne Patchett, who has lived here for years, opened a bookstore called Parnassus, and I don't know where it was before, it, before its most recent iteration, but now it's in Green Hills, down the street from um, the Green Hills Mall, uh, before you get to like the little shopping center that has the anthropology and the Whole Foods and all that, for those of you who listen to this podcast who live in Nashville. And I haven't read anything by her. I I don't know. I don't know if I just, if the name, I knew the name, but I I didn't, I just never did. I I now feel compelled to go back and read. One, because her essays are fire. Two, because I feel like I would really appreciate her voice. Um, And now I also need to start um, frequenting Parnassus more than I already did. Um, And the East Nashville, the bookshop, another excellent bookstore, um, to uh, hopefully come across her because she is someone I would like to be friends with. Uh, So Anne Patchett, I think she's probably old enough to be my mother. She doesn't have children. This is important because she talks about this in the book. Um, And she has uh, had the fortune of uh, being loved by doctors, whether they were stepdads or her, or her husband. Um, and, uh, and that also kind of resonates with me since, you know, that's what I do. But the, the ethos of this collection of essays is a subject that is timely because we're in the midst of like peri-pandemic land. We're also nearing the end of Lent. I'm almost 40. I mean, I do have another year and a couple months to go, but (sighs) death, the thing that everyone will face and that everybody tries to avoid talking about 
for a host of reasons. I mean, you know, there's lots of like, when will it happen? How will it happen? Will it be painful? Um, will we leave behind people we love? Will we leave things undone that we wanted to do? There's all that, of course. And then there's just like the, the overarching kind of just, ugh. Everything we do in this life is driven by the fact that we aren't going to be here forever. And how do we leave a mark of some sort? if not on the world at large, at least in the communities that we find ourselves in. And um, if I get a little weepy, I blame this on hormones. But it's something I'd been thinking about more recently. And, um, and then reading this collection of essays, which I, I cried and I laughed, and I was like, oh gosh, Anne, this is so true. Um, and then this also is followed by the fact that the father of, of, um, of a high school friend and also an, a neighbor, because we lived next door to each other for years, a very lovely family back home in Mississippi, uh, lost, you know, the father and the husband of that family after a very long battle with an illness. And I didn't even realize that, that he was ill. I, and that makes me sad. I, I would have I loved to have um, checked in on him. Uh, but the idea of legacy and what one leaves behind and, and also what it's like to, to love someone through decline, which is something that I understand having lost my, my uh, dad's parents, so my paternal grandparents, within a year. Um, and just, you know, staring down the barrel of aging. Uh, and then I'm a neurologist, so... I see neurodegenerative disorders. So I watch people die um, over years. I watch their vitality, their mobility. Their intellect dissipate bit by bit. Over, over years, and I walk with their families through these processes that I can't do anything about, and, uh, and then I go back to my own life where I watch my parents age, and I watch the children of good friends grow up. And I think about my own life and how, you know, uh, I'm not getting any younger. And that's a lot of stuff to all, like, have zhuzhing about in your head, you know? I think the thing that's really neat about this collection of essays is that this is universal. You know, some of us have more time to ponder this. Other of us, others of us are trying to just, like, survive in the present. Pay their bills, take care of their children, get through the day, get through the moment. And so we don't have this, like, looming ever-present. Some of us, death is like a jerky specter, just moving in and out all the time, um, like an unwanted visitor. And for others, it's like, you know... Um, 
the occasional storm that comes through, ravages everything, goes away, doesn't come back for 15 years. But it always comes back, right? And so uh, things that stood out to me about Ann Patchett's stories, or essays rather, I loved how she talked about the beauty of humanity, the honesty of um, the double standards against men and women and not having children and how they decide to do that, what it means to want to do your job in a way that brings honor to your parents, what it means to live your own life, what it means to extricate yourself from the expectations of other people, how it feels to lose a beloved friend in an untimely way, how it feels to, to watch your, your parents decline, and how do you honor them and love them through this. how faith informs this, um, loving someone and yet giving them the freedom to be themselves, even if that's like flying a plane or riding a motorcycle because you just have to kind of let people be who they're going to be. Um, travel and how that create space for you to just kind of live presently and try not to be haunted by the inevitability of death. And how to know that eventually what will be left will be the things you leave in word or in voice for perpetuity. And, uh, and hopefully that's enough to reflect who you were. So, um, yeah, that is my take on these precious days. So, um, I have been, and things that are making me happy, I have been um, catching up on Atlanta, the series, because the third season just came out, and it's all set in Europe, I believe in Amsterdam, which I'm pretty excited to watch, so... I'm on season two now, and it is surreal and zany and um, yet gives great social commentary. So I highly recommend that. Um, I also really enjoyed The Gilded Age on HBO about the industrial era and like the robber barons. That's pretty fun. And... um, I don't think there's anything else that comes to mind. Uh, There's a lot of stuff to watch. So, you know, if you need an escape, there are lots of options. I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend. And I hope that this was not too morose for you. The Petite Polymath is a podcast from Brit Stone. Take care, y'all.